gonna lie, it's it may not sound good to them, but it sounds good to me. Hey, it sounds great. It's good being in your head, Rob. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have you in my head. Ooh. Well, folks, it's time to kick it old school. Uh, so you can feel cool. <laughs> Give it to me, baby. <laughs> baby. <laughs> yeah. I think we're good. This looks pro, man. It's as pro as we're getting. We get. We're getting a little bit better every every time. So we're not getting better. The equipment is. That's right. Oh yeah, I'm already done with mine. I'll show you mine. But here we we go. are at VV Bubble Tea on Mason. Be sure to check those guys out. It's our favorite little Tacoma session. I'm already Nothing. done with mine. I'd show you mine, but there's nothing left. Cal, what'd you get tonight? Get a shout out on your drink. Caramel macchiato with extra tapioca. Plus tea, plus tea. Yeah, the plus T, plus T. No low T here. I got Chaco Berry Large Double T, no low T here. That's a good one. So yeah, a huge thanks to uh, Jay, who's our our barista here at the Bubble T, VV Bubble T, and Katie. So it's, uh, it's the shit. Number one hangout for sure. For sure. And if you've never had one, don't don't get overwhelmed with the fact that you don't know everything about it. That's the number one thing. Don't walk in and just be like, oh man, it's all this crazy shit. Just go the Chaka Berry, ask the tapioca, <laughs> and just let it roll. And then you can kind of slowly figure it out. But don't be intimidated because you don't know all this stuff. Just order something and get on. That's yeah. what I did. I've never been here. First time I was like, Cal, like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to order. He's just like, give it a go. And they have some great teas. The other one I like is like a, ja as a lavender. Oh, yeah. fuck. It's Julie great. doesn't like those. But uh, Maya, our third girl, was basically incubated on uh, the the slush. They yeah. The fruit. What is that? Dragon fruit flush, slush, yeah. stuff like that. They're solid. Yeah. Julia had she's in Canada. She had Slurpees while Allie was when she was pregnant with Allie. Yeah. So we basically, oh man, like daily going to get slushies for her. So mm. it's the same here. I love them. We're keeping so, keeping the lights on here. Shout out to Jay for killing right. it up here. <clears throat> cool. So uh, I guess the big news I had today is Wings for Life. I booked it today with Red Bull, and I I am beyond stoked. Like. I've, I've already said I'm going to Comrade South Africa in June and my original thought process was use this Red Bull trip to go get a trip over to South Africa, get kind of used to the lay of the land and traveling there, but it's a long way to go and honestly I wasn't inspired by going to South Africa back to back within a matter of four or five weeks. Yeah, for sure. But suddenly I was looking last night on the location list around the globe and something popped up. Somewhere I've never been, a continent I've never been, right down there in South America. Yep. The highest capital in the world, Quito, Ecuador. High. At altitude, flat course. Um, I'm not sure temperature, probably because it's high, it's going to be a little cooler, but uh, sure. Def it's on the equator, bang on the equator. So I'm expecting it to be Bam. warm. But I got to look into it a little <laughs> bit more, but it just stood out to me as uh, something that inspired me. So. That's the place I'm going for May uh, 6th this year. Yeah. Uh, you got your race going. Wildflower. Wildflower. Two-day race, Saturday and Sunday. Big and the, race. And the marathon's scheduled to start. Yeah, the marathon this year's scheduled to start at the same time the Wings for Life starts, uh, which is a big push. So you'll be able to start the app on your phone and start the marathon this year, um, which would be perfect. I mean, that way you can do two things at once. We'll have a separate TV set up to watch Wings for Life again, as always, um, for a great cause. And any of you guys who get a chance to run in any of the locations, do it.
but more importantly, be part of it. Um, yeah, be part of the selfie run. We're going to help do a huge one in Austin yeah. with Red Bull and push that one in Austin. And I think a couple ambassadors will put the one on at Memorial Park again. But the big push this year around here is going to be the one in Austin. I think they're going to do it around um, somewhere at a Lady Bird Lake or something like that. So it'll be cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I know that's the, the big Red Bull push in Texas is around Austin. So. For sure. It's going to be there'll awesome. Be, there'll be selfie runs all over the world. A lot more Everywhere. than, uh, and they're even saying that a winner could potentially come from the selfie run this year, which will be interesting. That's what they say. Yeah. We'll see. Tough, tough to add a virtual runner into the mix of officially run rules and all of that stuff and verification of how far you run versus an iPhone GPS. We all know that the Stravas recorded on iPhones get flagged by somebody. Yeah, flagger. Strava Wanker. Flagger. Strava Wankers. Or, or they could oh, be yeah, like that mate. guy that was running across the country, Rob Young. And they could be riding an RV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> running in an RV. They were running in an RV. He, he was had a running. treadmill in his RV? Well, he was running in the RV, but that RV was moving faster than he was running. <laughs> but he was running in the RV. Hey, he was on the clock. So he wasn't. Still moving across the country. It's not untrue. Rob. It's same, same, but different. Yeah. That's what they say. I am currently um, now recovering from my last attempt at doing something stupid, uh, which was last weekend. So I rode a assault bike. If you don't know what a assault bike is, there, oh. there, <laughs> So an assault bike, an air bike, air dine, whatever you want to call it. It's the same tool. It's the same punishment measure in life. But I've been basically just used my base endurance and then basically put specific training on that probably over about – 25 to 30 hours over the past five to six weeks just slowly got into it did a 90k as a big test two weeks ago and then did 161k last week and 100 miles on the bike it was quick too five hours 16 minutes i was my average time was 31 kilometers an hour and yeah i mean i was fit my heart rate never got over 144 so i was super fit i felt great the whole time and um yeah maybe the last hour and a half i started to feel soreness I knew it would be coming, and every time I got off the air bike and all the training runs, the day or two after, my ass hurt, and then my legs would hurt. So I did it on Saturday morning, and then Sunday – yeah, I did it on Saturday morning. Sunday morning, we left to the Hill Country to celebrate our anniversary, and I felt great. Thank you, six years. I felt great Sunday. Like, we did stuff. It was good, and then – I said, babe, I'm going to go to bed. We, you know, I'm going to go to bed early, which to me is midnight. And then I was like, you know, we don't have an alarm clock. So, mm-hmm. like, so I slept nine hours, which felt great. But, boy, I got up. See, I got up and felt like someone had fucking pedaled over my legs with a Mack truck. And I was just like, whoa. So you're a, you're a two-day soreness guy. So. I did, apparently. Yeah, so, like, when I work with athletes, it, it sucks if you have, like, a team that you have to keep on a similar schedule. And you have people that are one day and you have people that are two day. It's like a very common split. So the, the best thing to do in that case, case of a coach is just move the whole team back on the schedule of the slowest. Like you're only as fast as the slowest person. Right. Especially in this case. Yeah. But that's the delayed onset muscle soreness. Yeah. I'm, I'm a two day guy as well. Typically. Yeah. I had it. Monday was, uh, I guess it was, yeah. Monday was brutal. And then Tuesday morning woke up and it was bad too. But we had a massage scheduled. Mm. And of course I'm like, yeah, we'll go deep deep tissue that'll that'll feel great and then i got in there and then this girl was just like 
all right. And then she asked me some stuff. And I said, listen, the only thing that doesn't work is my right knee. She goes, I'm not going to bend nothing. I'm just, I'm going to go at it. And then, like, as soon as she went, like, back shoulder blades with her elbow, oh, you know right. what I mean? And they mm-hmm. just get in there. And, you know, part of that bike is this, oh, yeah. right? So, oh, I was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm probably going to die. But long story short, as I woke up this morning, I feel super good. I made a joke that my – my workout today was five minutes of rowing, five minutes on the bikes. I had to stop my CrossFit gym for something, but I'll be ready tomorrow to kind of get ready. And I only have nine days till I do another hundred miler. So, That's right. And big announcement for me: I've decided That's to run the hundred at Snowdrop, and then five days later do Bandera hundred K. Oh, <laughs> how stupid is that? I've tried it twice, a long time ago, and never completed it. Um, That's so I, awesome. I got to get to Bandera. I want to try to do it. I'm uh, rooming with Cody Reed, Coconino oh, cool. Cowboy. Cool. Yeah, Cody and I are rooming together. He's flying in. I got a house about seven miles away from Bandera. Gordy's coming. Just talked to him tonight. Okay. So I'm fucking stoked. I have no business being there <laughs> or trying. But I'm going to hike it all. I figure cutoffs 24 hours or something. Oh, wow. okay. So I'm, I'm going to try to finish in 21 hours. Obviously, I'm going to be walking it all. No, I, I, I need one. Mm. I need one. Mm. Because I was, I was really disappointed. I was talking to someone else going down to Snowdrop. Met some ladies at the Bagel Run last week, and they said pacers are out this year. Yeah, but that's good. That's good. I yeah, like that. It's a small loop. But you don't really need pacers. You in do not event. need a pacer. And the first year that we ran Snowdrop, there was no pacers. Hmm. And it was a lot of fun because you would have to meet people on the course, hmm. and they would become your friends. And that's how we met each other. We wouldn't have met each other the first year like we did if we had a pacer that we were talking to. You had to, like, make a friend, right? So I really yeah. love the fact they did it. The course is tight. The camping's tight out there from what everyone says. Yeah. There's not going to be a bunch of room to have a bunch of people, yeah, which true. to me is great. People are talking about the weather. Here's, here's what I want. Let it rain the whole time. Let it rain. Has it not ever done that? No, it always (laughs) rains. But I'm just saying, like, Snowdrop is so mental. Like, for me, as someone who's done it every year, finished it every year, or at least 100 100 miles every year, like, I want it to be the worst it can be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I want it. You're you're like me. I I want to race in the most treacherous, like, humbling conditions. Yeah, I mean, if I have to be in this much like pain, like level the I playing need, field. Yeah, I need, yeah. The, I need the, the level. I need, the, I need the playing field leveled a lot. For it's me, like, for God like me. it's like, yeah, our our performance goes <laughs> down because the conditions a little bit, but I feel like other people's goes like way down. You know, that's that's why I like racing when it's gnarly. Yeah, it's like Prefontaine used to say, like he's gonna make it what like guts at the end. Yeah. Or that's me. Like I'm, I'm athletically, I'm not gonna beat you. I got one leg, but but if we can make it crazy, I I don't know if there's anyone crazier. So I'd like to get in. Find out who's the craziest. How many days between Bandera and six? Six. So you're going to be 260k in a week. So yeah, the plan will be the well, plan. Yeah, the plan will be to finish the hundred miles before New Year's goes off. Okay. Which will be Sunday night, right? I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sunday night. The plan will be finish it there, um, and we'll see. If I feel really good, I'll go over 110, which 110 is my re- is my own personal record there. I'd love to go just 111 just to do it, and then immediately go into uh, recovery boots, um, baths, yes. massages, and do nothing for five days, but just try to recoup, try to get my knee swelling to go down as much as I can. Because cat, I did cactus 50, but Bandera is going to, I mean, my knee within the first 20 miles of Bandera will be this big. <laughs> I mean, there's just no doubt about it. So for me to be try to give it a go. But, I mean, I've tried it twice, and both times I failed at the 50K mark just because I just – it was already just too much. So cool. I don't know. I just I want to try it one more time before before Surgery. version three point yeah. gets lopped off. I want to try to see if old dirty knee can do it. So All right. we'll see. Hey, we'll go to go.
Well, speaking of your assault bike and new exercises, I, I started doing something new. And oh, oh first of all, did you oh, enjoy my shooting session? Shooting guns? Oh, I, you know, there's like a run and gun that I saw this coming. Like, there's an, there's races now where it's shooting and running. Like I had a friend of mine, Scott Hillenbrandt. He's uh, this isn't what I'm doing, by the way. He's Scott Hillenbrandt. It's Team RWB San Antonio. Two years ago at a Ragnar Summit, we talked about doing this run and gun because he's a gun guy, and yeah. we were going to do run and gun. And then we found out there was some stuff yeah. like that, so I'm not surprised. Anyway, so what's the what's what are you doing? Well, did now? you like that that gun session? I did the see the gun session, and I love the last podcast that you included the gun session in there. And then the best part, because listen, I don't get to hear the podcast till Pal puts it out, right? <laughs> when you did the truck section, there's a truck <laughs> that's like the shit out of you. <laughs> laughing like at two in the morning i'm like yeah, if you don't know what so we're talking great. about so uh listen tacoma to, number one is up yeah uh from our first session at the chill cryo spa from the massage chairs and uh threw some extra video in there if you didn't watch all the way through it's fucking uh, great yeah it was so funny like i listened to it at least once and i was like oh my god this is hilarious. i really enjoyed it so at least yeah uh, it was two a of good us one no we got some good feedback on it no so. debbie said she likes it so three of us there we go it. uh all right so my my new <laughs> thing has been uh zwift have you heard of zwift Okay, so I have, and as soon as you say it, I'll remember it because I have heard of it. So it's it's really centered around cycling right now, and it's all been indoor training, indoor cycle bikes, using uh, speed cadence and power sensors, and it basically gives you a virtual reality screen in front of you. So yes. you pedal, and your little guy <coughs> pedals through this virtual reality, and uh, it, it puts you in with all the other competitors or So how do you, or, first and foremost, you're using it, but how do you get it? How, if I if you were gonna it, right now you were like Rob get Swift how would I do that? Well, it's an app, so you can okay. download it to iPad, iPhone, uh, on your computer. Okay. And then the next step is you you have to link up some way to get your trainer, your bike, sending its data over. So for me, I use a Polar speed and cadence sensor, and that's like the bare minimum. And also use heart rate, but it all like pretty seamlessly went to my iPad. Like just Bluetooth connection, it was all ready to go. Pretty much anything with Bluetooth these days will connect up. Bluetooth's so solid. Yeah, but I mean, you can go like to the wall on this thing. Like, I max my trainer, which I got from Walmart, out at 500 watts. What do you mean? What do you? What do you mean? So a trainer is like you drop your bike in on the rear wheel. Yeah, and, uh, and that's then it the magnetic, to it, right? Well, it just gives resistance. So mine's oh. just basically a magnetic resistance, and Zwift knows which model I'm using because I put it in, and it says, yeah, you know, you can't be going over 500 watts on this thing. Like you'd probably be, you know, killing people in virtual reality and pissing people off. Yeah. Or, you know, it's just not accurate enough. Um, but people have ones they take the rear wheel off and drop it into a new gear. Yeah, that's box, the one I've seen. Those. And it'll do hills and add resistance if you're on a hill what? and an incline. And like it syncs up to the game, like it's bi-directional. So mine's just sending data. Yeah. But the game can actually send your trainer Damn. what hill you're on. And this is free. Well, I mean, you got to buy all that stuff. But the Zwift app, I think, is. You can start off free. I'm still on a free trial right now, um, but I think it's like ten bucks a month, fourteen bucks a month right now. Solid. Um, and what do you indoor training? What do you enjoy about it? I mean, well, now it's something new. If you're really. indoors, I think it's cool to have that social component, and you're like in a virtual reality, and you're actually cycling through real, real towns. Like yesterday, I rode in Richmond, Virginia, and when I loaded no, no, it to Strava, real towns, virtual towns. Well, yeah, but it, when it loads to Strava, like someone legitimately thought I'd gone for a bike ride in Richmond. Oh, no, I definitely did when you uploaded it. I was yeah. like, that's strange. Yeah, no, it's really weird. And it gives you all the Strava records. It shows you everything on the streets and stuff. That's really cool. Yeah. But anyways, uh, they've just added running. Well, it's been out for about a year. 
but it syncs up to my stride pod and i'm sure our shoes we got from ultra the iq those I'm sure things those, are legit as fuck i'm sure those will be supported in the i got the temps and mm -hmm. i just got in the torn iqs for snowdrop oh nice i got them those uh, are the ones i have right torn iq yeah yeah you got torns i got mm -hmm. temps right. but i got the torns because i want to get one size bigger in case my feet swell just a tip so yeah i've been running on the treadmill while all these cyclists are flying by and then we get to the hills and they you know they're max resistance and they're going like eight miles an hour and i just crank it up to like six minute pace and i'm running again which feels okay but i'm able to pass cyclists on these climbs. what do you mean by feels okay um i'm having some compensation issues like my right quad is acting up my left hammy's acting up like the around the fracture site feels okay no pain but it's definitely you know i can tell i've been hit by a truck in the last four weeks yeah but i was hit by a truck four weeks ago so for I sure probably should be well, five weeks tomorrow. Man. But back to putting a little bit of miles on and taking it easy, other than passing cyclists. So, so no Houston way. Marathon this year? No, but I'm psyched to be at the uh, No Fine Print booth, mm. hanging out there and yes. uh, talking. And uh, Houston Marathon is supposed to give me a, an exciting task is what I've asked for. Oh, man, that'll be like fun. Like media, like back of a motorcycle chasing Ethiopians or something. That's so solid. Yeah. Yeah, we have some really – really awesome shirts coming out for the uh chevron marathon that no fine print mm -hmm. austin trouble and company are putting out so if you come to the expo chevron come see us holler yeah we'll that's be gonna be fun it'll be good so yeah that's uh what i've been up to is whiffton um thinking about your your crazy adventures we got to nail our next our really our first big one canoe you're right that's it we got to do it i think now's okay. the time like soon i'm ready well it's winter okay so what is it gonna be let's put it out there and then we want to do like should we just do a hundred miler? In the canoe. Yeah, raft, canoes, kayaks, whatever. Two man. A two man? Yeah, together. Absolutely. hundred okay. percent yes. We just we just have to figure out where and we're going. I think gonna... it's gotta be Brazos. Just because. Oh for sure. Yeah, like you can't I mean, that's, you can drop in where San Marcos. San Marcos are the San Marcos and Galveston's two twenty three, right? Something like that. Because that's yeah. the Well that's if we figure the... out how fast we can do it, I mean I think we just even try as much as we can in a, a single push. Like we go like a Friday, we drop in. Yeah, dropping up in San Marcos. And just hammer till Sunday. For sure, I'm in. You yeah. know what we will need for that though? We will need one dedicated person. That that, that is has true. a truck, and is willing to follow us around and checkpoints on the yeah. reel because yeah. it's gonna be crazy. But yeah, they they do. They yeah, I'm in for that. I'm in for dropping in on a Friday morning san marcus is where you can start where they do that big canoe race every year that's where they start okay and then it's like 223 miles all the way down mm -hmm. uh, and I, I guess you end up in the gulf somewhere whatever but <laughs> i think we do that i think it's great i mean i'm obviously ready to row so i we're not gonna have that's any right, figure there. i'll just be chilling in the back <laughs> hey like your bobsled story motherfucker you'll be steering <laughs> <laughs> whatever man <laughs> you'll be in the front with that paddle out but hey, I mean, we 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 did get plenty of paddling um, experience, Harvey. So yeah, we're we we're battle tested on that. Uh, well, we can't use a little Rafty. So. Old Rafty. <laughs> Old kind Rafty blew up. Blue. He's, he's still good. He just has like extra volume to it. Like you know, you need to slam a basketball into a car or something real hard and yeah. get that little bump on it. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a big bump on it. He'll work if we need him. I actually emailed <clears throat> was it Sylvan, the raft company. Okay, what's with your raft? I just saved like six hundred people and it blew up. Yeah, what, and, what and happened to it? Like, yeah. <laughs> I think that we exceeded the, the uses. All the time. 
We yeah. did every time. It's like, yeah. oh, I'll put two people in there. We'll it's wait. like, hey, family of six, get yeah, in. Family of six, hey. cats, dogs, snakes, <laughs> hey. gerbils. We, we got, have chicken coop in there. We got you. Y'all did get a chicken coop <laughs> Chicken out. coop. Man. Uh, you know what's really strange is driving every time, like even driving here, like taking a left on Mason. It's like, oh, oh my yeah. God. Like, as soon as you Being take a left, there, you realize, like, it was all underwater, like, yeah. For so long, it just seems it seems so strange. It's like back mm-hmm. to normal, you know. It's like mm-hmm. just a normal another stoplight, you know. And for people that didn't live here, were part of it, or that's fine. But they just that's just another stoplight. But man, that was such a chaotic uh, place that we boated through for so many days on end. It just seems so strange sometimes to drive through there and it not be water. Yeah, it's really strange. Yeah, it is. It's uh, still tough to to go down Mason. That's for sure. Yeah, no. Every I mean, I. I didn't even take it today. I purposely mm-hmm. turned left on Peak. I was like, I'm going to go Peak to uh, Westheimer. I just don't want to go down Mason. Speaking of being down on Peak, so two weekends ago, I was I was cycling on the road Saturday morning, kind of typical thing I'll do every other weekend to get a long ride in instead of a long run. And having just been hit by a car, super cautious of vehicles right now. For sure. Um, this jackass comes up behind me, coming towards Peak. I was on Bel Air, kind of down where yeah. you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he wouldn't get out of the lane, and he was, like, riding my tire. And then finally, I w- I'm watching him. He does, like, s- like aggressive maneuver into the left lane, rips around me, has all his windows down. It's, like, 7 in the morning on a Saturday. So, like, dude just needs to chill out. But he uh, he's, he throws his hands up. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, I have the right of way. And he goes, no, you don't. Get off the road. Like, he legit thought I didn't have uh, the left lane as a cyclist. Like, he just didn't know the rules. Yeah, that's just thought I should not be there. It's it's one of those things where it's unfortunately enough we've seen it happen over and over again here in Houston. Mm. It just happened in a race right recently. Someone was hit. Yeah, a cyclist was hit during a triathlon, triathlon here yeah. in town. Um, my friend apparently got hit yesterday morning uh, running here in Katy. Did a a hood hip bump. Oh no! Yeah, but he's okay. But, like took it less than I did. Um, it's just another son with a with his mother was out riding kind of near Cypress, that ride we did. Remember oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas, yeah, yeah. about yeah. exactly a year ago. We did our first cycle. Yeah. And we did 50 mile? Yeah, we did. First day. <laughs> That's crazy. On a broke bike first, for me. Caladay, <laughs> yeah, 10,000-hour bike. In your and they gave me a uh, bike that didn't work. <laughs> they gave me clip-ins, the clips, the and shoes, they, they the let bike. Ride, they let Rob ride in Torrens on a bike that didn't work. It's like that's been, they're like, oh, Cal, world record holder. Like, we have this special bike you can ride. Pick anything you out. And they're like, Cal's like, yeah, I'm here with my friend Rob. And they're like, oh, those are nice ultras. Here, take this bike that yeah. don't work. Keep up with us. Have fun. Oh, man, I felt bad for you. It was solid. Still got it done, though. Still got it done. I mean. Anyway, someone got hit and killed on that road two weeks ago. Dang. Basically, every single week. It's unbelievable. Has been either a runner or a cyclist hit. And unfortunately, most of the cyclists have died. Yeah, it's incredible. It, it, there's there is a there is a severe lack of knowledge, a, and there's a severe lack of attention that mm-hmm. seems to be going on. So it's this knowledge of that we do have to share the road first and foremost, and the rules of that. And then the second is a lack of attention. And now more than ever, um, people are in a situation where they're looking at their phones and they're not paying attention, or they're not concentrating. And I mean. If we're going to become and stay a state and a city that is encouraging people to get out in the outdoors and encouraging people to be active, um, 
then then we have to act that way. When you go to other cities like Colorado or you go to Boulder and other places like that, bikes are the, yeah. the way to go and they're the right of way, right? Austin. When yeah, we were there for way. TRE, I was like riding around town, busy rush hour. No big deal. And there was cycling lanes. And yes. Good. Cycling lanes, running lanes, everyone yields and people to pedestrians, right? Yes. I mean, that's you're in, and when you're driving in Austin, you, you know, like you don't even want to look at your phone because you realize that like, you know, it's busy. You yeah. don't have the right of yeah. way. People are moving in front of you. So Houston, we, we need to do our part um, to be better prepared and knowing our rules yeah. and then stay off our fucking phones, man. So a, a friend went to the city council on my behalf and talked to one of the planners of the area. And this infuriates me. The guy said, he's like, yeah, this guy got hit. He was a runner, local athlete. He said, how do you get hit by a car? How does that even happen? That didn't happen, he said. That didn't happen. Like, that just shows you the people planning our streets that don't have sidewalks, but the sidewalks we do have are shit and make you go onto the main streets to cross roads. Those guys are not pedestrians. No. I mean, I don't know how you make a sidewalk cross the street. Like, I mean, I see what you're doing, but... They're putting it there, if they do put it in, as checking that box. Yeah, we put a crosswalk in. Not thinking that... Hey, this median that's blocking the way is now putting people in danger to use it. Yeah, and for sure. Blocking the vision of the drivers. Anyways, we don't have to get into it here. I got another doping case to bring up. We we love the doping cases. Oh, which one would that be, my boy? Well, back to cyclists, you know. Oh no! Oh, Chris, I got one then too. Oh, you got a runner, Gatlin. Oh yeah, that whole story is crazy. We'll do this. What's the, new, Nike? Oh, man. Good shoes, better drugs. Go ahead. Bad decisions. Go first. Doping 101 for this week. Well, Chris Froome, uh, four-time winner of uh, Tour de France, won this year. He's uh, actually Kenyan by birth, uh, but uh, British, like Chris Froome. He's a, he's a white guy. He's not, he's not East African by any means. Okay. Um, had two times the allowable limit of albuterol, which is why I posted that on your when you were doing your cycling Albuterol event. is a asthma medicine, That's right? right. He does yeah. have... Um, Sports-induced or athletic-induced uh, asthma. Yeah. Um, but was found with 2,000 milligrams or whatever the measurement was instead of 1,000, which is the allowable. So they put a tolerance that's quite high. Um, so asthmatics can use it, and he was twice over. And I've seen studies where someone tried to use, like, four times the amount that you're supposed to take and still couldn't even get to that amount. So who knows what the hell this guy's on. So he got caught with it? In his blood or, or in his, as a in person? A piss. He just won another uh, tour. Tour of Italy, I think it was, or Spain. And that's where they caught him? Yeah. And now what? Well, it's it's under investigation because it's, uh, it's kind of like a, what do they call it? An anomaly uh, is what they're sticking to, right? Like, It's not uh, accurate recording anyway. So that's kind of crazy here. There's been some talks on that a lot lately, but then Gatlin, what an idiot. So his coach, that's what happened. So yeah, Gustin Gatlin's coach and another undercover guy. Actors? Yeah, undercover reporters. Pretending to be actors. Pretending to be actors for a movie. That's right. Said something about wanting to uh, do a movie with steroids and his coach. And I think one of the guys, I, th I think one of the guys is like a formal gold medal winner or something like that. Yeah. Or, so anyways, they basically told him that for 250 grand, they get him testosterone and PDs to help him out. And that's Justin Gatlin's coach. And of course, Justin Gatlin has been caught uh, doping before, was given a two or three year sentence back in the 2000s, served his sentence, came back, recently beat Usain Bolt. Yeah. And of course, 
through this whole time when he first started running, Nike didn't touch him. And then once he started doing really well, Nike put him back on their payroll. And everyone kept saying, you know, Nike supports dopers. And then this happens again with another athlete that has to do with doping. So, I mean, obviously the writing is kind of on the wall and has been on the wall. But these reoccurring stories don't help Nike's case or or past dopers case that they shouldn't receive a lifetime ban which is what a lot of people think is like once you get caught no matter what it is you get a lifetime ban you don't get back in the sport and when things like this happen where someone who's had a ban before and comes back and is involved in something else then people say like hey like fuck the two year and the four year ban them for life Mm -hmm. you know what you're doing so it sucks let's say you are an athlete that's coming back from a doping sentence you want to separate yourself from that as much as possible like, yeah, and I mean, there's how many freaking coaches in the world in the U.S. Oh, um, there's a lot. I mean, and so obviously, why I mean, choose the one guy that's a convicted doper himself and serving it to his team? I mean, like you're an idiot. You're just a plain idiot. Just like what's his face taking DHEA instead of DHA. Yeah, DHEA. Yeah, like testosterone instead of taking fish oil or taking testosterone boosting every day. Yeah, like you're just a plain idiot. And then when you're coming up with excuses, you're... Yeah, I mean, it's just... And, and to me, to me, the worst part about it is, is it's like Justin Gallen won a medal. Justin Gallen won, beat Usain Bolt. He's been chasing this guy down for years, right? But all that is now, it's over. No one gives a shit anymore. Like, you're now involved in your second doping scandal. You yeah. got out, you, you were caught doping the first time, and now this your one... Your integrity it, is... That you, if you had any to begin with, it's garbage. Long gone. I mean, what are you going to say now? And and even if and even if you're him and you say like, oh, I have nothing to do with it, it's like okay, maybe. But you know birds of a bir- birds of a feather flock together, yeah, right? I mean, exactly. You know what's crazy is in uh, in road running. I don't know if you saw recently. There was a few Kenyans. I think it was Philadelphia Marathon. They were all the like the top two from the marathon, and then a women podium finisher. They were all after the race kicked out because they found that their agent that had registered them is has been she's a Russian. She's been convicted of doping in the past or having athletes. I did see that. And so, I did see that. So the the athletes, as far as we know, are clean. Um, they race clean. They didn't produce any negative uh, drug results. It's like the Virginia Marathon yeah, Virginia, or something like that. Somewhere I think they're in correct. Northeast, like Rich, but they yeah. but they said this part of their rules though. Yeah, in they their contracts. Front, like, in their contracts. Yeah, that you're not allowed to be coached on yep. a team or have an agent. Yep that has any prior, you know, suspensions basically for doping. And so they were removed from first and second in the marathon, I think first in the half marathon. But how as a, uh, an Olympian and like a USATF funded, like that coach is, he was the team coach for USATF. How is that eligible when you have road races that aren't even allowing this to happen, yet your governing body is allowing dopers? It's yeah, but, just, but the governing body I is mean, Nike. Well, but the governing body of the USATF is going to stand by the fact that, like, if the IOC or WADA gives them a two-year or four-year ban, then that's the sentence of the punishment, and they're going to follow suit. The USATF will follow suit with that. Mm-hmm. I only know that because I've been in the meeting and I've heard yeah. it. And and on, to, to, to go over doping, what about the woman who got carried to the finish line? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. That was yeah. wild, right? So, so the woman... I think it was the Dallas Marathon or maybe something like that up there. Yeah, just recently up in Dallas. So uh, she was about 30-odd yards-ish, 30 to 40 mm-hmm. yards, bonked out of her mind. Yeah. 
I mean, she had them, was had them four percents on though. Do you see the vapor flash? She needed the six percent because the four percent wasn't going to get it home. Oh man! And she was forty yards out, and it was just Bambi legging it. I mean, straight newborn deer style. I mean, she was hurt. <laughs> Bambi on ice. Bad. She was Bambi on skate. And then some high schooler in the relay. In the relay, right? Comes up behind her. Yep. Grabs her arm and takes Help. her all the way in for the win. Yes, and not only helped her up. Now, it wasn't like she just helped her get up and then the lady ran it in. Like, this lady yeah. was basically falling at an average of every, like, six yeah. yards. She was back down. The now girl was helping yeah. her up. And it was back down and up and down. It was like – it was – so there's a lot There's a lot of controversy. So I'm going to throw it at you for somebody. Oh, first? I'm going to get your idea. So uh, – Okay, a, right off the bat, DQ. Yes. DQ. Yeah, that's what you say. Yes. And the reason would be – as per IAAF rules, it's a DQ. Reading the rule book as I interpret it yeah. is you're not allowed any assistance. Outside which, assistance. Right. Yeah. Which this girl was outside. I mean, she was in a relay. She was in a completely different race. So. Yeah, and let it be known that 10-odd years ago, 15 years ago, uh, one of the guys for Western States was mm -hmm. first place. That's right. Uh, That's and right. he was coming around the corner. He fell. They helped him up. And Western States, which is what we run, our creme de creme, 100-mile race, uh, DQ'd him as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, he didn't um, He didn't get to finish that race. So so you say DQ because that's what it, you know, like th that's what the rules say. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've seen even some of the Canadian Olympi Olympians commenting on this and saying things like, uh, you know, like it was, there was no cash on the line. There was no real prizing. Second place was so far behind, you know, all this stuff. But I just don't think it matters. I think just the integrity of the race, you have to have a fair finish. I mean, yeah. you can't bend the rules and it has to be black and white. So why not just just say it's a DQ? Yeah, and, and I would agree with you. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people get emotional about it, right? And, oh yeah, and, and they get they really do. emotional. They're like, oh, she tried so hard, and it's just a girl helping and all this stuff. But there are rules in place to prevent this. And if you were a second place woman and it was a close race, and someone put her over your shoulder and finished with her, you would say the same thing. You would be like, well, yeah. that's cheating or that's a disqualification because I didn't have someone help me. Yep. Someone helped her across the line. And the truth be told is that when I look at that and I look at that situation, um, I've seen so many runners finish in the last 15 seconds or 100 seconds or minute and ultras that have 30-hour races. But I look at it and say she could have crawled it in. It wouldn't have been pretty. But she could have crawled it in. And maybe in that situation, that's what she has to do. Mm -hmm. But I think if you don't, I mean, the rule is the rule. And, hope, you, you know, hopefully they stand by the rule. But the bottom line is that she obviously, obviously got assistance. Yeah, and you know, you know where the assistance came from. I would, have ex I would have got her DQ'd in the first second of that race for them four percenters. <laughs> hey, hey, the rule book also says footwear that doesn't. You know, no, have mechanical no, no, advantage. That, that was taken out of the USATF <laughs> rulebook two years ago. We both know that that to be true. Mysteriously, I mean, it was taken out. So four percents are good, and people are killing it in them four percents. Ronnie Delzer just broke the course record of Brazos Bend by an hour, That's, killing oh, it in them wow. four percent. Right. Camille set Camille. two more world records two since more. the last time we spoke Jeez. at Aravipa's. End of year. Uh, I don't remember the name of it. Solstice. Solstice. Desert Solstice. She broke the 12-hour track 
record and maybe the 100K track record, something Wasn't like that. Wasn't one only US and one was world? Or is both oh, world? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, she broke she two records, records and then flies. That's true. Killing it on them flies, 4%. Hey, what's going to happen when make them 8%? <laughs> Give me a pair. I wish they'd make a Nike 4% knee. I like to get that. Oh, yeah. Let me know, Nike. It's called uh, Blade Runner. Hey, maybe we'll get I'll get to see him in South Africa. I don't think you will. You can go shooting with him. <laughs> no, don't. That's, <laughs> that's a don't, bad joke. That's not a good joke. And don't go shit. He's in. He's in. A, they he's just in gave prison. him more time. Yeah, they did. I mean, just like they just gave him additional time. I think we talked about him last time. Maybe. No, we have a long time ago. We oh, shot man. his girlfriend. Said it was in self defense. They didn't find him. They found him guilty of it. Then they only gave him like a slap on the wrist. It was like five or six years. And then supposedly they just came back. Maybe like. Maybe it was a month ago they came back, and they were like, no, 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 ten more. Yeah. They hooked him up again. <laughs> that guy's wild, though. Wild. Oh, man. So. Uh, Nick Simmons ran three hours flat in, like, 25 seconds. You see that? And I, I and did. And I just read that <laughs> he's got the bug. He's going after a spring marathon. Sub three, baby. That's awesome. You think it is? Oh, well, yeah. He's, th- he's he a the, great guy. He got the brake speed off of him. He looked whipped. Oh, yeah. And here's the great part about it is he is. He's an 800-meter runner to begin. Um, I, I know, but here's the great part about it, though. He's a medalist. He's a great guy. I know him. We know him. Whatever. But here's the great part is is he's he's a humble dude that yeah. takes, you know, this. Obviously, he's a world-class athlete. I mean, let's, let's be honest. World-class athlete, right? Mm-hmm. But just shows that just changing something, and that's a big change, right? Someone who goes from that to going to a marathon. Yeah. Even with him doing all the training and being the professional that he is, it just shows, honestly, that time, dedication, years of endurance, what it really takes to run a fast yeah. marathon. Because let's be real, three-hour marathon's not that fast for, for an elite runner or someone who's you know, like athletically inclined, so on and so forth. I mean, I could never run a three-hour marathon, but that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying in his situation, he's already world-class, but it shows that just because you're world-class in something doesn't mean you're, you're world-class in something yeah. else. So I think it's great to sh- – it's, well, it's And a that's kind of building cool on thing. that is like on how I like to position myself in this sport. This year I ran under two minutes in the 800 on the yeah. track. And uh, I'm trying to think what I ran in the marathon this year. I really didn't have a, a quick marathon. I probably split in a 50K faster. But within a, a year or two time span, I've run 222 in the marathon yeah. and 159 in the 800. Oh, you ran fast in uh, China, though. That's right. You split in China. Oh, I think I was like, yeah, two. Oh, yeah, didn't I come through in like 230 something? And Stupid. you were like, what are you? I what saw it doing? online. I was like, "Oh, I think I think Dude we got to been running. He's been doing somebody told raft me a, so, somebody told me a new phrase for running. Right? They said PR or ER. Oh. I was like, <laughs> "What? I saw That's that online. Correct. Someone someone <laughs> put that. They're like going to the line PR ER. I was like, "Oh no, sir." So that's, that's I love that. I mean, I don't PR or ER. I was like, holy shit, you are dead. I would be getting paid to do this. Like, (laughs) but no, I think like when I saw you cut that split, I was like, damn, like, what is going on here? I mean, you got second, so obviously you knew what you were doing, but I had I had my reservations. Yeah, well, you were going hard. So you look at Nick Simmons. I don't. I can't even remember what he he he'd be good to run like one one forty seven, high one forties in the eight hundred. So. Maybe like ten seconds, <coughs> within ten seconds range of me. You mean an, you were ten seconds range of him? Yeah. yeah, which would have been like the whole length of the football field. No, not that far. 
half, 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 50 meter. You think so? 50 meters back? 10 seconds is a long time. Yeah, but you think we're splitting 200 meters every just under 30 seconds. Oh, I guess you're correct. Yeah. So it's not You'd even, be really far back. Yeah, 75 meters. But how far back would he be if y'all ran a marathon? 40 minutes. Yeah. It's really crazy. That's, but yeah. I'm stoked because if he, if he has the bug and he goes after it again, that'll be great. I hope he gets into trail running. Oh, he loves sure. mountains. Like he's a, he's a mountaineer. He's he's trying to do all the big ones. Like he wants to do Denali. You know what he'd be good at doing? Jumping into like getting over to like one of the VKs or one of those like twenty five Ks or twenty six Ks up the ski. Something hill. like that. Because he's an eight hundred power guy. He that guy's he, got mad. He's speed and power all day. Maybe he won't do the Red Bull events though. It's kind of he's trying to like go against Red Bull. Well, no, I mean, he has his own way of getting With his right? It's caffeine. He has yeah, caffeine. Yeah. He He's got to, it in gum. They got it in a can. Red, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, but no, it's I mean, I, I think anything that's like would be short and really hard, vertical K, something oh, like yeah. that, where he could use that power and that speed would be awesome. I pay to see it. Maybe, maybe we do like VK, baby. VK. Nick, Nick Simmons versus Lance Armstrong, like a good 5K, Nick 10K on the that, trail. Man. That'd be great. Nick hates dopers as much as we do. That's why he would beat him. On that run Get gum. This. Get this. So, Get six pieces of that run gum. He be flying run guns. It, it'll hit you. It, it'll hit you. It'll Back hit to you. this albutamol, albutamol, whatever. Yes. Um, Lance goes for his ride in Austin. I, I, I do kind of keep tabs on this guy. Of course you do. Goes digging through his girlfriend or his whoever's drawer who what? has asthma. Takes takes three puffs of it. Who? Lance Armstrong to get as a as a test to see what Froome was on to see if it would be improving. Where did you hear this from? Lance Armstrong. No way. Yes. On what his podcast? Yes. yes. When did he do this? Yesterday. Oh, Lance. He went for a ride, and pre-ride, he pumped a bunch of albuminol. Al Just what? to see what would happen? Yeah, he said he felt jittery, but nothing special happened. Yeah? Ask him how he felt on that EPO. <laughs> how do, how do you feel on that EPO? That. Hey, at least we have a, a good test case here. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's not every kind of, as hey, good as any, EPO. Every kind of abnorm abnormal result goes through the Lance Armstrong test. And he goes through it, and then he says, oh, I, I felt like I did back in EPO in 97. Well, that's kind of what happens, right? Like, it's like uh, those those really good bank robbers end up working for the FBI, that's right? So true. Or like, hackers. Imagine Lance Armstrong will be, like, the, the head dope of, tester? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the best. Yes. Lance Armstrong and the Russians. Yeah. They'd be the best yeah, at it. They would. Hire them. Well, He'd that's what the happens, and then money comes, and they start – Pushing it out the little glory hole in the back of the lab. And then everyone tests clean. And they all got banned. <laughs> the whole country. The whole country got banned out. from the Winter Olympics, which yeah. is starting soon, Cal. Yeah. I watched curling the other night, motherfucker. Wow. And they were getting ready, the Americans. Someone messaged me, the curling's on, the curling's on. It was on. on. Yeah. I watched it. As soon as it got on, Rich was like, what are we watching? I'm like, uh, the curling, my event. It was great. Just watching it, it's just like, I just got my blood We got to go. What? We got we to gotta find a place to go curling. I bet you they have curling in Houston. What? Yeah, let's find it. I'll find it. Here's the next things: three things we need to do. Uh, we need to do a massage podcast. Mm -hmm. We need definitely to go curling. 
And then we, we got to do the canoe trip. And we need to plan a in-studio home podcast with mm-hmm. someone. I know. Guest. We want to line up some guests. Let us know who you want to see on here. Hey, on the, on the real, tell us anybody you want us anybody. to get. We'll, we'll get them. We have enough connections to get someone either here or we'll go to them, but we're going to get it. We'll Skype them in or something. No. But preferably no, no, in no person. No Skype. I only got two microphones. We'll we buy a third. We got, we got. <laughs> hey, we'll buy a third and we're going to show up. I want to do it. I want to do someone fun, like yeah. in the element. Yeah. Hey, y'all put some names. We'll here. start. Hey, we'll get Jay from Bubble Tea in here. Jay's legit. He is. Not playing. He's, he's got crazy. some crazy uncle that used to work for the Nike factory and in China. He makes and he Nikes. Like, yeah, he's just like, man, I'm going to go start my own factory. And Jay's like, hey, you want to start your own shoe company? We can make whatever you want. That's where it's at. Make them Caltras. <laughs> Caltras. <laughs> Rip-off. <laughs> Calzaltras? Caltras? <laughs> <laughs> what, what else is going on in the, in the wide world of sports? Uh, you like my shirt tonight, don't you? Speaking of opening. Not rub certified, let's run. I did. I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, it's so. Matt Manning got this for me. Matt. Matt's oh, legit. Matt. Matt's been building me a table. For what? Well, for Julie's Christmas present. The guy's like, I'm, he's, a, he's a wood-making machine. Matt's a man's man. Yeah, he's a man's man. He's got, like, the garage, all the tools. But anyways, I was like, hey, man, can and I? And he's got, like, Boston qualifier every year. He's strong. He's fast. What's he run, like 230? He's run at Boston 224. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matt's legit. He's a big dude, too. He's a big, he's a big yeah. dude to be running that fast. He's having a boy. Like, I got three girls, and he had two girls, and then – they got pregnant again. We're like, it's a girl for sure. Yeah, it's got to be. Well, it's a boy. Dang. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah, I mean, maybe we could, I haven't seen him running much. Maybe his T went up. I think that's what's happening. That's true. So based on training. Hey, you stopped training. So this will be his team. 11th Boston in a row. But, yeah, Julie wanted a, uh, a dining room table. So I got all the materials, and I started making it. And then it's just been at Matt's garage, and he kind of has been working on it a lot. And yeah, Solid friend right there, man. Yes, seriously. So, yeah, that's what's been up on the weekends. Been uh, sanding, staining. You caught anybody uh, new on Strava this week? Um, I don't think I've had to flag anybody. There's been a few course records taken, but then when I go to flag them, they've already realized what they've done. <laughs> what they, does that mean? Well, they load their stuff up as a, as a run, and it's cycling. You know, I saw a funny one from, what is it? Uh, is it Dumb? dumb flow runner or um the dumb flow track twitter account there's a good one on there dumb flow track and then the other one is uh douchebag ultra that's what it was it's like you may be the the, uh trolling twitter accounts yeah those are great yeah those are good ones but uh, i think douchebag ultra is one this week was you may be a douchebag if you flagged somebody's run as a ride Mm. like it or if you've yeah you've reported that they really meant cow yeah, me, me beating people on the uphills. That's what I need to do. <laughs> Go run the cycling routes now. That's that's going to be my game. Solid. What else, man? Uh, let's see. We got races out of the way. Yeah, we announced uh, – we finished the team announcements. We're going to – for Trotsa, we'll announce the ambassadors at the end of the year. So that's a fun time. I'm excited to hear about the new sponsors coming on board. Yep, finished all that stuff this week. Ultra is so. back for me personally and for the team. That hasn't been announced yet. Thanks Kill for up. telling everyone that. But, yeah, 
No, I'll just hold on. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying for myself. I think everybody knows Ultra is on board with the trot. For sure, for sure. No, it's exciting. I mean, it's a little bit of downtime for, for me, time to athletic, athletically go after a couple of things, like I said, and then get back to work. I mean, we got a run in the roads at the end of January for me. Um, I'm excited. Uh, our podcast is going well, and I'm uh, in the process of maybe co-hosting a podcast that's trail running just uh, like a little – obviously, it will be like Texas, Louisiana – um, New Mexico style where we kind of cover all, all things that are trail running so that we can give all the Texas runners and the kind of the South runners some play on that stuff. And right. yeah, I'm excited to also see, um, uh, how our podcast goes. It's exciting yeah. to do them. We get more regular at them, which is even better for us, but the new mic setup and then really getting to do some fun stuff within it is obviously the goal. Yeah. And so then go ahead and hit subscribe because actually if we get to a hundred subscribers, it gives you a different level on YouTube and allows us to do more and go live a little bit easier. Oh, Just, really? Yeah. Oh, well, so we really do need that. the subscriber, subscribers yeah, on there. Subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Obviously, I mean, it's, it's us and it's fun. So, yeah. uh, I have a new coaching announcement, but it's not ready yet. But I'm excited to, to get something off the ground coaching-wise. Mm. So stay tuned for that in one of our podcasts coming up. And, uh, yeah, next couple of weeks. we got Christmas next week. So going to be busy, but hope to What are you up. doing for Christmas? We'll be sticking on here. I'm working a ton right now. Yeah. I do have a job. Yeah. Which which one? The running real one? job. Oh, you have yeah. one other than that? Yeah, no. Oh, on the line, yeah. people don't think you have a job. They say, Cal, it must be nice to be a runner all the time. That's yeah, what they say to me. Tough work. You know that guy, Cal? I'm like, which guy? They're like, that guy oh, that pushes my, strollers my, all day, every day. Must I'm be like, nice. Must they, be nice not having a job. So they say, that, yeah. man, it must be nice to just push a stroller all day. I'm like, yeah, hey. Know that pays the bills. I'm like, hey, not only is that, he's an asshole. So, I mean, <laughs> he says kids. That's what I always say. People are always like, have you ever heard of that guy at Stroller Dad? You live in Katy, you know? I'm like, I think he's an asshole. They'll be like, really? He seems nice. I'm like, he's, a, he's an ass. <laughs> or when uh, we go eat tacos together and then somebody uh, conveniently stops in front of the table, Cal looks up from the taco and someone's like, hey, just want to tell you hi. Um, da -da 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 -da. Can you like, sign my taco? <laughs> <laughs> oh, check it. I got it. I'm, I'm just. I don't want to. We got blast. tacos on this. Oh, oh. What? Wait. Hey, remember your. Sh go, go, go. I got it. I have a new shirt coming out. No fine prints. Yes. Coming out in January. The shirt says "Run slow, eat tacos." Yes. It's so fucking legit. Nice. And it looks amazing. I just want to plug that. It's gonna come. We out had sure. a Tacoma shout out from an elite, like world world class elite. Oh, Joe we did. Gray. Joe, Joe Gray. Gizzy. Love Joe Gray. One yes. of my favorite runners. I think that I can say this, but I did vote for him. Behind nice. the scenes for the Mountain Runner of the Year, okay. which he won. Yes. I, I also don't know if I can say this either, but I put uh, Caroline Bullers for Masters. Boom. She won. And Courtney DeWalter, she won. Just saying, I'm picking hey, them pretty well these the days. Picking. But Joe Jeezy is – Cal's run with him for years. Yeah, I got to meet him in the first time in Poland Yeah, when he raced World Mountain Running Championships. Was it like eight years ago? No, no, no. Six? Not that long ago. Five? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, again, we raced together in Wales, seen him there. Yeah. And I've seen him in the Houston airport a couple times. He's coming to Houston. I no think. shit. Is he? We got Andy Wacker for sure. And, yeah. We oh, Sage Canada is coming to Houston. Sage. Yeah. Sage is he? raced the marathon again. Oh, Remember I, I was, hell yes. I was rubbing shoulders with him until he put a little surge on me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a little going one after minute that. surge on you. His vlog's been uh, going after the sub two 
218, I believe. Yeah, he wants to go 218. Yeah. yeah. He's been 218. Yeah. He's run it before. Oh, yeah. He's had qualifiers. No, no, no. He's only gone 218, though. He's never gone mm, sub 218. Mm, mm. Then they move the qualifier down. That's how, right? He's never gone it's faster than 218. Last, last qualifying round. But, uh, yeah, and everyone's going after that OTQ. Andy Wacker would be going after the half, I believe. So. Okay. Um, well, Joe maybe, Gray. Maybe Joe Gray is not going to be in Houston, but I've seen him through here. But, yeah, Joe Gray called us out. Said yes. you can't you can't use a Tacoma name. He don't I, know. I'm from Tacoma. That is, <laughs> Joe, I'm calling your ass out on this one though. Is uh, he's like, yeah, it's not snowing here. I think he's in Colorado normally training in, yeah, in Colorado that's Springs. I, yeah. But his Twitter uh, came up. He was like in some place in Florida. Oh really? Yeah. I was like, yeah, there's no snow where you are because you're in Florida, bitch. And we got snow here. Oh, we got lots Braz of snow. Brazos been. We snow. It. Yeah, I sent him a video of my kids playing, throwing oh, snowballs at the it. dog I saw and it. them up. Yeah, he loved that. But, yeah, yeah we we, have, we've had more snow than Tacoma, Washington. We've had more snow than Colorado Springs. They don't want none. Yeah. But Joe would be a great person. Hell I don't yeah. know if I ever interviewed Joe for USL. I know that I saw yeah. Joe run. I No, I had to have. I did interview him. I know I did at um, Audi Power of Four. Would have been two or three years ago. He won the VK over J.P. Donovan. I interviewed them both. So I know that I did. But I've always been a fan of Joe's. Oh, yeah. He's a fucking monster. He won he the is. Xterra Half Marathon Trail Championships this year. Sage was and second. Sage. And Andy was third. Yeah. But I'll tell you right now, for a half marathon and under, if it's mountain, I'll put my money on Jeezy. Yeah. And everything All from, like, cross country. Day. To VK all day, he, and he's running ultras. A lot of people don't know that. They think he's kind of tapped out. Yeah, a lot of people always half. question like why he doesn't go run. Yeah, the, like hey Joe, you should go run a fifty mile or mm -hmm. something like that. He's run fifty k's, right? If I, I and I know yeah. I know he has. Yeah, he has. But also there's he's there's, doing great at what he's doing, which yeah. is a lot. No, he does. I I think what people always see is oh you're su you're so successful in that pocket, right? You should just naturally mm -hmm. just go jump into a fifty mile or do that, right. but. He, he's the most successful runner, I think, ever, or something like that, at that yeah. that lower distance. He's got mm -hmm. more USATF men's awards than anybody in that distance, that mountain. I mean, why, why? I mean, that'd be like a boxer who, like, owns 155 for 10 or 15 years ago. Hey, listen, out. why don't you put on 45 pounds and yeah. go fight with heavyweights? Yeah. It's like, for what? Yeah. He's killing it. Exactly. Good job, Joe. We're a huge fan. Hell yeah. Tacoma, baby. Yeah, and then maybe one day we can get Joe out to Franklin Mountains. You know what I mean, Joe? So Let me know. we got to keep uh, Tacoma theme. I don't even think we talk Tacoma. That's just our code word, but speaking of tacos. Do they know why the word is Tacoma? A taco coma. It's a taco coma. Whenever yeah. we, like right now we're in bubble tea, yeah. we used to go to Torchies when so, we would first hang out. Cal was developing his business and how he would model himself as an athlete. We would have business talks about how we would help him do that, things like that. I mean, just bro chat, but it was business bro chat. Mm -hmm. And we would laugh because we'd eat two or three tacos, and then you get a taco course. coma. And so we called it a Tacoma. So it was like, hey, let's have a Tacoma. So that was our code word to, like, let's go bro hang out for the night yeah. for an hour or two and, and just talk shit, like shoot talk business, shit. shoot the shit, that, which is – that's that's why. So taco of the month at uh, Torchy's right now is my favorite. What is it? It's uh, the lamb, like shredded lamb what? with the mint. It's oh, what do they call that one? It's like their their wintry December one. It's good. I love lamb. I've asked for lamb on Thanksgiving or sorry, Christmas dinner coming up. Really? Yeah. Have you ever had cabrito, which is like the the I would say the Hispanic way that they they cook it? I don't think so. It's on the bone. I was just thinking of that. 
solid. That Spanish capita in your No, no, let's not get into that All again. Right. It'll get crazy. Anyways, let's wrap it up on the tacos. We're at an hour. Bubble tea is going to kick us out. Yeah, yeah, they are going to uh, kick us out. And it was nice to get one in. Yeah. Like, that's solid. I didn't know. And this mic setup is so strong. It's good. I hope, I hope it sounds good. Hope this is getting better. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Yeah, we need 100 subscribers, so figure out how to do it. And we're going to start going live, too. That's the next step. I'm missing, like, one cable to get this going, and we're going to be... We're we going to do it live on YouTube version? Yeah, YouTube. That's how they're we'll doing it, right? Chat. We can have real time. That's what I really back. dig. And obviously, yeah. you guys know that I do trot chat for Trail Racing Over That's Texas. Right. I love that interaction of being able mm-hmm. to run through stories or answer back and forth and there's a lot there's some people that aren't comfortable doing live stuff but for me and i think for cal like live stuff is super dope and if we get a live guessing which we should then hopefully maybe we get joe jeezy or anton or somebody really fun that we can get on here and do q a live not that many people do it that way but um and then and then and then hopefully in the next month or two as we start to generate that we'll get into some skits we have some some incredible skits uh that we want to do and it's just a matter of getting to them but For sure. Sounds good. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Rob. Thanks. Taco later. Yeah. Later. Taco.